Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. My next guest has been on several television shows as well as a co-host on Fox Network's talk show, The Preachers, which I saw him on, which aired in the summer of 2016. He and his family are currently in the third season of their show, The Book of John Gray, which airs on the Oprah Winfrey Network. We all know that network. He was an Ebony Power 100 honoree. I want to be one of those one day and was inducted into the inaugural class of Oprah Winfrey's Super Soul 100. That's pretty powerful. That's pretty powerful. Uh, that's pretty powerful. This young man's got it going on. He is on the show today to talk about his latest book, When From Within. Again, he's on the show today to talk about his latest book, When From Within. He wants to help readers identify how best to handle the most difficult, challenging, and, ne- and yet necessary battles that we all face. Our inner struggle to overcome the worst versions of ourselves. Jacob spent much of his life running and hiding from himself. At a certain point, we, like Jacob, cannot run from our true selves anymore. We must stop and face ourselves if we are to become great. His book, When From Within, helps. It helps us now. Us conquer our inner darkness and overcome such hindrance as fear. I talked about that earlier. Shame and guilt. He prays you will find this powerfully biblical self-help guide push you towards victory over your inner struggles. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. Somebody I've I'm sorry in a long time. Ran into him in the airport a couple of couple of months ago. Pastor John Gray the <laughs> third. My friend. <laughs> Honored to be with you today. Father, feeling good, feeling good, man. You know, uh, actually the the previous time I saw you was in Houston on stage and uh, and uh, uh doing a Super Bowl ceremony for BET. It was the uh, NFL uh, uh a choir celebration. Yeah. At uh, yeah. Joel Osteen's church. Now, you was crushing yeah. it, man. You was He's funny, you know that. Man, I was trying. They put me up there last minute. I was like, now, y'all got some other hosts. I won't have they check. Cause I, <laughs> I just happened to be there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you, you were there. It's been a journey, man. Uh, you know, a little side note about me and uh, Pastor John Gray III. Uh, we met um, uh, just, just uh, I guess it was just one of those moments in life how you just meet people and how my life has always been uh, able to introduce people to their their, their course of life, their dream or or something they're trying to seek. Uh, Steve Harvey yeah. and I, we were at a sold-out show, 
in uh, at the uh, New Jersey Pack. That's one of the best yep. theaters in the country. And um, yes, this young man came up to me. Didn't know him. Didn't know him. And it was funny because Steve said, who is that? I said, hey, he, he said he's funny and he wants to go on stage. He said, what you going to do? I said, hey, brother, everybody deserves a shot. And it was funny because, you know, it's it, how life is. And he, believe me, he was funny, too. He was very funny. And just, just tell him the experience there, John. <laughs> Man, uh, that was a uh, sack, I think. It was a show for uh, a hair care company. Absolutely. Yes, right, right. And and Darren said, John McGee, five minutes, mm-hmm. you know, to, to, to open. And I'm sitting here, and I'm looking at you, already a legend. <laughs> Steve Harvey's back there, already a legend. And I'm sitting here, and I got a one-bedroom apartment in South Jersey <laughs> with a blue Ford Taurus in the back of the NJ Pack. <laughs> and it was like... You know, it had to be 2002, maybe. Yes, sir. Somewhere yes, back mm-hmm, then. Mm-hmm. And I got up there and I did my piece. I came off stage. He shook my hand. He said, great job. Great job. And he said, and, and Steve wants you to introduce him. Mm-hmm. And that was like the greatest honor mm-hmm. to be mm-hmm. able to stand mm-hmm. amongst giants. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I was a youth pastor right. that was doing like Christian comedy, family comedy. Mm-hmm. And we know Uncle Steve, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll put some words together. So it wasn't like no <laughs> church, no, this was a show. Um, but the fact that I was able to stand amongst the greats uh, and just to watch meant the world. The way you carried yourself, the suit you had on, the hat, the tie. I could go on and on. I remember those details mm-hmm. because for me, and already I'm like getting emotional, but for me, when you don't have a father and don't mm-hmm. have a father figure and don't have men in your life, you look to see what excellence looks like. Right. And for me, my, all I have is my heart. My heart is my commodity. As long as I keep my heart pure, I figure God's going to take me wherever he wants me to go. So on that day, for you guys to accept me was saying, y'all see me. Right that you guys find value in me. Mm-hmm. And that helped me. It propelled me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it gave me some confidence to keep going, right. push on through. Right. And so I just had to say, you know, how grateful I was for that experience. It was an eye opener. Uh, and it was, it was wonderful. And I really just was. thank you. You know, and like I said, that's one of the blessings of my show that I started money making conversations. And I hear these stories from, from great individuals like you and you're a great individual. Believe me, my friend. And I feel I feel uh, fortunate that I had a, a place in your life, a positive place in your life. But uh, when he went on stage, it wasn't even a second thought about giving him that opportunity. And that's all. That's how my heart works. Uh, I don't I don't believe that uh, I give people opportunities to fail. I believe them giving the opportunities to win. And uh, and I think that's a great transition to what his book about is about win from within, which when I read the book, John, um, you know, you kick it off. You know, you come right out with the truth about yeah. the wife and the kids walking out that door. You know, and, and and but as you as you read his book, it's like he started at the end to get to the beginning. Am I correct? That's right. That's right. That's right. I wanted to get people's attention mm-hmm. because a lot of times when I read books, people start off all start off all soft and tender, mm-hmm. and want you to see them. You know, see the best about them. Right. I wanted you to see I'm starting off as a mess. Yes. Because to me that's more relatable. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't I don't believe necessarily in the concept of, you know, this idea of self help. Like there's a ton of self help books in the bookstore. Yes, sir. My thing is if they worked, there wouldn't be a self help section. <laughs> right. Right. Because the first book you read would have worked. Mm-hmm. So instead of me saying, Let me 
Let me help you with my expertise. Let me help you with my brokenness. Let me lead from my scars. And I feel like if I lead from my scars and lead from my wounds, then you immediately are disarmed because you don't have to be perfect to read this book. In fact, the more broken you are, the more hope you'll receive. Yes, sir. And I believe that. I believe, here's the thing that I, I really liked about the book was that, because I, 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 I have a quote I always tell me that uh, money is not happiness. Happiness is happiness. And he, yep. he coins that his own version when he talks about winning. He said winning is not tied to financial gains or physical success. Winning is tied to God. And I felt that that was really powerful when you stated that because it slowed me down for a minute to understand this. When I look back at my life, like even when I first met him, I was tied to how many tickets I sold, how Steve would be introduced, how I looked, you know, because the focus was on image, the success. And what he's saying, as I look back on it, and I tell you guys on my show all the time that I failed to understand a balanced life. And that's what his book is about. It's about a balanced life. That's why his wife and kids walked out that door because he forgot about a balanced life and winning to material things is not a balanced life. That's right. And I think for me, the idea of, you know, financial success or material success mm-hmm. comes from not having all the things I wanted when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. And so you work, you work, you work, and then mm-hmm. you have these things, but then you have the things and now you're empty. Mm-hmm. You're trying to figure out how come I'm not happy still. You know, I'm, I have the ability to pay my bills. You know, I'm, I'm living in a nice home. And I have these things, but there's something still here. And what what Win From Within highlights is that there's a God-sized hole in every human being that only God can fill. And out of his love, he will allow us to search everything else and then come to him to see he's what we needed the entire time. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. On the phone is, I want to call my good friend, Pastor John Gray III. He's talking about his book, Win From Within. When we get back, I'm going to ask him more questions. We're going to talk about that stew. The stew is no joke. And my weariness, that he talks about being weary and how you feel weary. Money-making conversation. Right back. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money-Making Conversation on the phone. We're talking about his book, Win From Within. Uh, where he helps us conquer our inner darkness and overcome such hindrance as fear, shame, and guilt. Um, Pastor John Gray III prays you will find this powerful biblical self-help guide push you towards victory over your inner struggles. And when I, when I, when I was talking about inner struggles, it's, it's amazing how people view people as, who are successful as not having problems. You know, people who are successful don't have problems. We don't have money problems. We don't have, we, you know, if you, you, you should have no social problems. You always have the right female or male or partner in your life. And that's really what you was talking about in this book is a lot of, it's a lot of blinders that are put on people when they're successful that can cause a, a, a huge detriment in their long, in long-term success emotionally with the people they love, correct? That's right. That's right. I think the, the, the part of the book that, that really speaks to me is not just the title, but the subtitle. Yes, sir. Win from within, finding mm-hmm. yourself by facing yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, there are so many things that I've run from. I've run from intimacy. I've run from responsibility at times in my life. Mm-hmm. I've run from accountability. I've run from identity. Mm-hmm. And it's because of the fear of, of being exposed mm-hmm. and not exposed in the sense of people, but being fully revealed. What's there at the core of who I am? 
And I think that that's a challenge, particularly for men, mm-hmm. uh, that, that we're searching for identity. I'm searching for purpose. And I, I parallel my life with the life of Jacob from the Bible, right. who, who took his brother's birthright, but then he had to run for years mm-hmm. because he truthfully didn't feel like he deserved it. Mm-hmm. And the only way he became who he was called to be is when he wrestled. And, and I think the great challenge of manhood is wrestling with those areas that we would much rather run from. And, and I think for me, whether I was looking for validation in my marriage mm-hmm. or as a father or as a preacher, none of those things could satisfy me until I began to love me, to mm-hmm. see me, and mm-hmm. to be okay with my, with my strengths and my limitations. You know, when you start talking about weariness, and I, and I, I, I talk to my friends, I talk to my staff, is that, you know, I'm always pushing my body. Like today, you know, I was in Los Angeles. I landed at 520. I'm still grinding right now. And I probably won't yeah. go to bed at 10 o'clock at night. And I'm that guy. I don't drink coffee. I just, you know, I just take the, the, the strength and gifts that God gave me, and I just push through it in a very positive way. But I know that when I'm at this weariness stage in life, I eat the wrong things. That's when I eat crazy. Yeah. I eat, I, I, just, I just grab donuts or I just grab candy, and I just will consume it. And I know that's not right, but that's the, that's the part where weariness will bring you. It'll take you to a state where you're doing things that are dysfunctional to the positive side of your life. And that's right. That, that's I'm telling you something. I was reading your book, Pastor. I'm just telling you. <laughs> you was hitting some notes with me, brother. You was hitting some notes with me. I have I have this. I have this. I have this in my back of my house. I have this uh, rock right next to the lake, and. Um, you know, I, when it, when every when times were always tough for me, I when I when it when it was when you know in life you know this, Pastor John, is that sometimes only you can make that decision. You can you can see counseling, you can t- talk to friends, but that ultimate decision has to be made with you. And so when you're making a decision, there's only one person you're making that decision with. That's God. A lot of people don't understand that. And when I would go when I go to that rock and sit down, that's all I'm talking about. That's all I'm looking at that water. I'm looking at God. I'm looking at that grass. I'm looking at myself. I'm looking at I'm looking at my reflection. And so when you're talking about that weariness, man, that's what you talk. That's a very powerful statement that you're talking about that, that expound on that a little bit for us there, Pastor. Well, this this idea of when you talk about weary, people need to understand there's a difference between being tired, mm-hmm. being sleepy and mm-hmm. being weary. Mm hmm. Because being tired means you need rest. Mm-hmm. Being sleepy means you need sleep. Mm-hmm. Being weary need, means you need to have your soul replenished. Mm-hmm. Because when you're weary, you've actually taken from the substance of who you are and given it to people and haven't received in return. Right. When you do that, those are upside-down transactions. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you'll feed on things. You talked about natural food like donuts and candy, mm-hmm. but you'll feed on empty calories that there can't really satisfy you. <laughs> that's how David ended up with Bathsheba. He was weary. Right. Okay? That's how Samson ended up with Delilah. He was weary. Right. Because when you get so weary that you don't see right from wrong, you start making bad decisions. Right. And it's not because you want to fail. It's actually because you want to heal and don't know how to do it the right way. See, I'm tired of people bashing people because they make bad decisions. Nobody wakes up in the morning saying, I can't wait to fail my family. We are all human and we have challenges, difficulties, and we make bad decisions. And many of them are because we're weary Mm -hmm. and we're trying to figure out how to get back to the place called balance. Mm -hmm. 
And balance is and, and balance is an illusion, Rashawn. Let me just say this. <laughs> when people are like, how do you find the balance between ministry and family? There is no such thing. Mm-hmm. Because balance means both things are equal. Ministry can never weigh more than my wife and kids. And it did. That's why my wife was like, I'm going to my mama's house. Right. Because you're married to the church and you're dating your family. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I needed to recalibrate and say, this family that God has blessed me with, these two children that he's blessed me with, right. even though I feel inadequate as a husband and as a father because I never saw that, right. I need to put my roots down and start building right here. Mm-hmm. Because if I make decisions when I'm weary, I'm going to lose it all. Right. And nobody will know that what I did wasn't because I was in lust or in addiction. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. because I was weary. Absolutely. So I, I got some therapist, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I and I got a Bible, and I got some prayer, and I did all three of them. <laughs> Come on and, now, and I'm not ashamed to say it. Come on now, and when I, when he talks about weariness with Samson, Samson told his strength was his hair. Because God That's blessed true. him, said, as long as you don't put a razor to your hair, you would have strength. He, he, his weariness, he gave the lie of the truth. Now on David, instead of going off to war, he up there on top of his palace looking around. He look over there, see. But she was bathing. He tell him to bring her to him. And they have they make love or sex. You know what I'm saying? So that's the weariness he's talking about. Because you, you make decisions that aren't right for yourself, but you do them anyway, because guess what? You weary. Come on, yeah. man. You about to have me start preaching with you, man. I'm about Come to start on, preaching, man. man. Come, Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> the, the, the beauty of that's what I'm saying when I'm reading this book, man. It is like here's it, this what, what I I wrote this out of the book. It says it's the stew. He said the stew. And he's going to explain to you what the stew is. The stew is no joke. It tastes good going down. It's a tasty death. It's a tasty end. You dab the corners of your mouth because it satisfies in that moment. In an instant, though, everything has changed. It's all gone. Talk about that stew, Pastor. I'm getting ready to go read my book again. There was a moment in the lives of Jacob and Esau, for those who may not be familiar with the biblical narrative, Mm -hmm. Jacob and Esau were twin brothers. Esau came out first. Mm -hmm. Jacob grabbed his heel as he was coming out of the womb. That the name Jacob means heel grabber or replacement or supplanter. And it was the fulfillment of a prophecy that was given to the mother that said, two nations are in your womb and the older shall serve the younger. Mm -hmm. And so Jacob was was basically his whole life trying to upend his brother or outdo his brother, but he didn't have his brother's strength, and he didn't have his father's favor. Mm-hmm. And so at one point, Esau, who was very impetuous, and he moved in the moment, came back from hunting, and he was exhausted, and he was hungry, mm-hmm. and he said to his brother, fix me some of that stew. Let me get a bowl of that stew you made. And Jacob said, I'll give you some stew if you sell me your birthright. Right. Now, in ancient Hebrew times, selling your birthright was akin to dishonoring your parents, dishonoring God. It's dishonoring your identity. Your birthright means you got a double portion of the blessing. You got favor for the rest of your life and your kids. And so in a moment of temporary hunger, Esau made an eternal decision. And so the stew represents anything that wants you to eat it right now without understanding that it's going to cost you for the rest of your life. So stew for Esau, actually, it tasted good while he ate it. Yes, sir. But nothing was ever the same. He lost his birthright. 
he lost his identity, and he lost his favor. For those who read the Bible, God introduces himself to Moses as the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Right. It should have been Abraham, Isaac, and Esau, but Esau chose to mm. sell his birthright, and therefore he gave up his identity. And then got mad. And then got mad. <laughs> I'm going to kill him. Yeah, yeah, Jacob had to go run. Had to run. Yeah. <laughs> Fell on that rock and went to sleep. Became an altar. I'm not bad this boy book now. I'm telling you, I'm bad this boy book. You probably got me reading the Bible up here. Because it's like reading a, a Bible. I, I love it because like a refresher course, you know, because of the fact that when you go into a well-written book allows you to experience something. also allows you to realize that this something is important in your life. And then when you read his book, you realize how important the Bible is in your life. Uh, Pastor John Gray the Third, I really want to appreciate you. I really want to appreciate you coming on the show, man, and uh, allowing me to read your book and, uh, and promote your book and sell the values of your book because it's important when you write these books. And I know he does a lot of these shows. Uh, equally important, he knows that I've read his book and I appreciate the value of what he brought to the table. Amen. Thank you, Rashawn, for allowing me to be on your platform. Thank you for being my friend through these years, and thank you for opening that door. And 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 speaking life to me all those years ago, yes, and I pray that this book is a blessing to you and to all of your listeners and supporters. I really do want them to get it. It is a life changing read. I believe that. I appreciate you, brother, Pastor John Gray the Third. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500.